welcome back to the final episode. Yeah, the final episode of season two. So we're gonna we're gonna have a special little uh, ASMR special <laughs> champagne opening. We've got a tiny little bottle of prosecco here, and we thought that what a fun way to cap off the season. Yeah, than to open a little prosecco live on uh, live on the pod. I don't know how this is gonna turn out. But you have to do it quietly now. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably going to be so loud in people's ears when yeah. they're listening to it. Maybe we should have done a volume um, apologies. Oh, can you hear that? Hopefully you can. That's me pouring Rio glass. She's holding it right up to the mic. <laughs> and another one for me. Spilling it everywhere as well. Wow. 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 Cheers, Ria. Cheers to the to two seasons. Two seasons, wow. I didn't yeah. think we'd make it past the first episode of the no, first one. Neither did I. <laughs> hmm. Yay us. Yes, to us. And we've got another season on the horizon. But first off, how have you been? I've what have been you been up good. to? I've been really busy actually. Summer's quite I mean, yeah. we've said this before, but summer's such a busy like time. Um but yeah, I've had a been having a great time. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I've been good. I've had... Uh, you've, d- you've done loads. Yeah, you? I've been quite busy. I mean, I haven't been on holiday like you have, but... Um, I didn't want to talk about that because we're going to be getting into that later. Whole topic yeah. This, this episode, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been up to a bunch of stuff, really. Like, it was my parents' anniversary that we should talk Ooh, about. Oh, yes. So you were there. Yeah. Had a nice little family lunch. It was very entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw my parents again because it was my birthday, mm-hmm. a few days after their anniversary. And... I'm actually celebrating my birthday properly tonight. I know. So that's also why we've got a bit of the Prosecco. You know, have a little pre-drink, pre, pre I guess. Pre-game. <laughs> pre-drink yeah. before we eat yeah. a nice meal. Exactly. So we're going out for dinner with a bunch of my friends. And yeah, it's going to be like a little... A lot of them listen to the podcast, so it's going to be like a little gathering of the podcast. <laughs> listen, the like five people that follow the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, um, but I'm sure my friends will be asking you lots about it, mm. so that'll be fun. Um, yeah, what what's your best thing this week? Well, I mean, obviously, it's got to be my holiday. I went to Croatia, of course, um, with my friends, and it was amazing. Lovely weather, super hot, amazing town. You yeah. know, I, I was saying, the most yeah. overwhelming thing I felt there was that I just felt so safe. Really? Yeah, I honestly felt that if I left my bag out... Mm. Nothing Nobody would, would ha- take it. And even if I was walking alone somewhere, not that I was because I was with my friends, but yeah. I'd totally feel comfortable. I, d- I didn't really feel like there's lots of tourists there, yeah, but I gen- generally felt like yeah. it was quite a safe place. Like I felt really, really comfortable and it was just lovely like to get away and be near the beach and just, yeah, yeah. hot weather because we've had rubbish weather. It's true. We for have the last few weeks. Not much of a summer. Yeah, July has been pretty awful, so it was nice to get that. And I was only gone for a week, but it felt like a lot longer. It was really nice. Yeah. Really good break. Nice. Um, but yeah, I had a great time. So that's my best of my week. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> best of recently. Yeah. yeah, best of recently. What about yours? What was your best of the week? So I've just been doing stuff in London, really, and... The best thing is probably that I've been to the theatre twice in the last few weeks. Uh, I saw, just this week, I saw The Effect, both at the National Theatre, actually. Mm. The Effect is a play written by Lucy Preble, who wrote 
part who was a writer for Succession actually. Yeah. So. But it's an older play. It came out a few years ago. That was quite interesting. Really kind of thought provoking. But the other play I saw was really quite. It really affected me actually. Also at the National Theatre, and I really recommend going if you get a chance. It's this play by. It's called Grenfell in the in the words of survivors. Oh wow! And it's it's quite long. It's three hours with an intermission, mm. um, but it's really good. It's it's basically all about the story of the Grenfell Tower. Yeah, yeah. The fire. What kind of? Ha- it's it's told from the voices of people who survived. Wow! And it's kind of their stories from before the towers yeah. fire happened, and, and then, then after. after, and everything that happened. And it was honestly everyone was crying. So Aww. it is quite emotional, but it's really, really, really good. I thought it was really... And it's on until the end of August, mm. so there is time to go see it. Um, mm. But yeah, it was obviously not a positive topic, but I did think it was really well done. And I really do think that they like they really did justice to the whole story yeah. and the victims. That's and good. They did justice to like the whole... in. They did justice to the story of injustice, basically, because mm. I don't think these people have really ever got true justice for what happened for to what them. For what happened, yeah. So, yeah, really, really good. Highly recommend. Um, yeah, that's probably my best thing. The other play is good too, but it's more just like an entertaining one. I don't want to tell you too much about that one because it's good to go into that one not, not knowing, knowing anything. Yeah. But, yeah, both of those plays are on at the moment. Yeah, what about your worst thing this well, week? Well, mine's not really a worst, but I have been, like, doing on TikTok what... I've been watching the most is like the early 2000s TV shows. Oh, yeah. So, like Super Nanny. Yes. And 10 Years Younger. <clears throat> oh, and, I've seen so many of those 10 Years un- Younger clips. Yeah, and like Super Size Versus Super Skinny. But honestly, I just realized like how awful they are. Yeah. It's like so some bad. of the 10 Years Younger clips are so awful. And all that, all those clips, that South African woman who ran the thing, was she South African, the host? I can't remember. The one with the glasses, who's yeah, like really yeah, harsh. Yeah, yeah, blonde. But her ideas for people's outfits are terrible. But she was just really oh, mean, rude. Yeah, yeah. Like the stuff that she says on yeah. So it's I'm finding it entertaining watching it just yeah. as like a throwback thing. But it is like so toxic <laughs> and it's so bad. My favorite of them all is the super nanny thing, and I think yeah. it's because like growing up, like our parents were quite strict and we were actually really good kids. Like, yeah, and yeah, we'd watch sure. we'd watch. <laughs> In our own opinion, obviously. We'd watch those shows, or I yeah. used to watch those shows and be like, oh my gosh, like, people actually do that to their parents. Like, <laughs> how good am I? Like, I'd want You'd my like, parents to be like, look at this show, because yeah. you should be so lucky you Grateful. don't have, have, have a kid like that, literally, like, or maybe you know. Or you're watching it to get ideas, you're like, oh, I could push it that far. <laughs> I would never, I would never, I'd get beaten. <laughs> Um, yeah, I but have yeah, seen quite a few like... clips of things like that. I do get sucked into those things. Like, often on, oh, yeah. on TikTok, they'll have clips of a show that's like, you know, like, My 600 Pound Life or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And oh, and yeah. And it'll be, like, part two of six. And yeah. I'll go and find well, them and Find watch. the others. Yeah, that's what I do. That's what I've been doing with the Super yeah. Nanny thing. Like, I've literally been watching, like, all of the episodes just <laughs> on, on TikTok. TikTok. Like, part ten and whatever of whatever episodes of whatever family who's got troublesome kids. Yeah. And but it's kind of like it's it's so outdated now. That show has not aged well. No. I mean but I, it's, I think pretty but much it is, everything from that era of T V has not aged well. No. Yeah. It's awful, but also kind of hilarious. Yeah. We used to like watch I used to be obsessed with Super Nanny. Yeah. I used to love it. But yeah, so that's probably been like the worst <laughs> thing, but also kind of entertaining. Fine. What yeah. about yours? So my worst thing is actually something that I first heard about on TikTok, but it's actually a genuine news story. And it's the worst because it's just a terrible story. If if this person's innocent, it's terrible. If she's guilty, it's also terrible. I don't know if you've heard about it. 
this woman in Australia who cooked a beef wellington for her family lunch. No. <laughs> it's not what? really funny, but basically this woman, she had her, she and her husband, they have two children. Yeah. The husband and her are separated at the moment. Yeah. Husband wasn't going to, she, she organised a lunch at her house on a Sunday. The husband or in process of separating husband didn't attend, but his parents came for lunch. And I think his uncle and aunt, so they're not related to his wife directly. Yeah. She served them a meal, which was included beef wellington. And here, our old friend in the podcast, Mushrooms, come into it. Oh, yeah. Anyway. <gasps> Did she forage for them and put poisonous ones in? Well, we don't know. But all we know is, immediately after that lunch, the four older people that came, so the, parent, the parents of her husband and this uncle and aunt, I think, all went to hospital. Three of them have died. And <gasps> one of them, the uncle, so the pe- parents of her husband have died. Oh, my and God. And the aunt... And then the uncle, he's in a critical condition awaiting a liver transplant. And her and her two children were at this lunch as well, but they've not been ill. So... Did they not eat it? Well, they're saying apparently they didn't eat it, but why didn't she eat it? I mean, the kids, I could understand, maybe they had something else. But basically, they think that the the symptoms that these people have had and how ill they've become is consistent with something called death cap mushrooms, which are the most poisonous type of mushroom in Australia. And... They look really innocuous, to be honest. If you saw these mushrooms in the ground, they're just white. They look a bit like normal white mushrooms. But the question is, did she do it accidentally? She says she bought the mushrooms from the supermarket. But, Mm, yeah. She might have just gone and taken a trip down to the back of the garden (laughs) and chopped a few of those little poisonous bad boys up and put it in her beef welly. But then how did did she not get ill? That was my best Australian accent. You just completely (laughs) bypassed it. Well, so, so the, and then the other interesting thing is her husband, who wasn't at the lunch, yeah. seriously, last year, he was in ITU and in hospital for about 16 weeks with some mysterious gastric illness, and they never really got to the bottom of what it was, but he was in, in hospital for a really long Maybe time. Maybe she ago. was secretly poisoning him. Have you heard of those, like, weird stories where, like, people, like, secretly put stuff in somebody else's food for, like, years? Yeah, I yeah, I've seen a film like, like that. Yeah, it was, like, either it was on a podcast. Podcast. Oh yeah, I think it was on a podcast. I heard it, and like, I think it was like a Reddit story or something. Mm. And it was like this boyfriend like secretly admitting that he was putting like insects or something in his girlfriend's food or something like that for ye- like oh, years. Gosh. Really? Yeah. I've seen films like that where basically it's where someone has like Munchausen's by proxy. Like if they they want their family member to be ill so that they can be caring for them all the time. Oh, and yeah. Then they, like, there's a movie like that. Yeah, that. there's a film about that, I yeah, think. Yeah, I don't really know what that was, but... But, yeah, so the mushroom, the Australian mushroom poisoning That's story is my worst of the week. And then she's apparently... Like, there was an interview with her where she was like, I'm really upset, I'm devastated, I never meant for this to happen, blah, 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 blah. But then, to the police, she said no comment when they interviewed her about the stuff. And... They've been. They've found this dehydrator, like a food dehydrator, that they've gone and found from a tip that was thrown away from their house. And so the question is, like, whether she did it intentionally, and the way she did it is she dehydrated the mushrooms into a powder, powder, and like powdered it in. Yeah, and that's why it was only in their food because she could have just put a sprinkle of it on their plates oh, or something, yeah. and not hers and her kids. But yeah, wow. I know. I'm really. How can, how will they ever figure that out? I don't know. It's all in under investigation. Obviously, like three people have died, and then that's so bad. Condition. But yeah, so that's my worst. It's a bit sus. Like her and her kids are fine. Yeah. And why wasn't the husband there? He just didn't decided not to come at the last minute. 
so she was probably gonna try and kill them all. I don't know. Yeah. Why? Why would you do that to your kids? Like it's your kids' grandparents I know. and family as well. I know. But either way, if it was an accident, it's an awful story. Mm. If it was on purpose, it's an awful story. How? Well, mm. maybe we'll have to come back with an update once I just we think, know what the verdict is. Yeah. <laughs> I just think with with these people who forage mushrooms, I just think I would I would just never do it. I'd never do it. Yeah, no, I'd why? never do why it. I take the risk. <laughs> Let's move on to our main discussion today. So today we are going to be talking about holiday. Yeah, so seeing as it's summer, we're all on holidays, we've been, we've both been on holiday this year, uh-huh. but summer holidays tend, I mean, people go on holiday all year round, but I do think holidays are a really interesting thing to talk about because, you know, from a, just from a planning point of view, but also experience of holidays and things that can go wrong on holidays. So I've got a few little facts for you, Ria. I'll go on. Hit so me. Firstly... What is the average amount of money that people spend, individuals spend on a holiday abroad in the UK? Mm. I'll go for 3.5. 3.5k. Okay, so the average spend on holidays abroad per person in the UK is £2,115. Okay. So it's not that much. I think that makes sense though, because to me it's like... It's making me feel bad because I feel like I'm all, on one holiday I've already spent like a lot. <laughs> but I think, obviously that's the average, right? Yeah. So some people spend more, some people spend less. And it makes sense because I think, as you say, some people will be like, I'm going on a massive holiday this year, like a US road trip or something. Like lots of like little breaks. Yeah. And then they'll spend two grand on that one holiday and that's it. Or like Vegas or something like that. Or some people do like, yeah, these small weekends to Europe. And if you plan it in advance. You can do that relatively cheaply. But yeah, I agree. I think, I think we just a bit more bougie as well. Like I think when I go on holiday, like I'm like, I'm on holiday, I'm going to spend money and enjoy myself. Like, well... I do that to an extent. Yeah. But I feel like in Croatia we spent a lot of money because I think, I don't know, I thought that it was going to be a lot cheaper than it actually was. Mm. It wasn't that cheap, however. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we still had a lot of fun. Like, I enjoyed mm. it. But yeah, I probably spent a bit more than I would have liked. Yeah. But... I also know. just like eat out a lot. And... Yeah, that's the thing. Like, when I went to Menorca, like, we went to nice restaurants. Mm. Like, the same sort of, they was cost basically the same as going to a restaurant in London. Really. Yeah. Okay, and then... Which country do British people spend the most money abroad? Oh, it's got to be like Spain. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Everybody loves a bit of Benidorm. Everybody's going Ibiza. to Spain. British people love, love Spain. Spain. <laughs> oh it's probably because wine's cheaper than water there. <laughs> probably, yeah. But yeah, so I think the UK, the, the whole of the UK per year spends £40 billion on holidays. Oh, wow. And £11 billion is spent in Spain. Wow, eleven <laughs> billion. Yeah. When yeah. are they gonna, you know, give us some? Well, Spanish people come here too. Yeah, no, but I don't think they're that fond of England. <laughs> well, like, they the at least appreciate shit. all the tourism income they get from the UK. Yeah, I'm sure, exactly. And then on the topic of going on holiday with, I mean, we've done some family holidays, but not really. Yeah, we don't do that that many. What percentage of people planning to travel in the next three years will be doing so with friends as opposed to family? I reckon it's quite high. Mm, like 67%. Yeah, you're very close. <gasps> 65. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that makes sense as well, doesn't it? I yeah. think people prefer to go on holiday with friends. Yeah. I, mean, I, do. Family, I do. I guess I think there is something nice about going on family holiday when you've got like young kids in the mix. Yes. And it's fun. And that, and that probably tracks with our family. We, we probably did more family we holidays did. We, when we yeah, were young. We did. We went to like Scotland yeah. and all of that. 
And we used to come over here from Australia. We never really did like big family holidays because it's there's just too many of us to organise. And I think you can do it if you've got somebody who's well, actually, willing to organise. We did do Kenya. Yeah, you didn't go to I that. I didn't come. Yeah, but yeah, that's the thing. One of my, our uncle mainly like got Organized all of the it, yeah, yeah stuff together for that. But um, that was really good actually. Yeah, yeah. So we did. Yeah, we have done but some, do, but yeah. not many. Not as many. I do as other think people. that like. Family holidays peak like when all the kids are at a young age, yeah. and then when everyone's in our age of cousins, there's less because everyone's yeah. doing their own thing with their friends and stuff. And then I think if we all sort of start to get married and have our kids, then we'll probably will do family holidays again. Because yeah. also you well, want the same thing. Speaking of, things. I'm doing a cousins' holiday with my mum's oh, side next are. weekend. Yeah. I'm going to Brussels. Yeah, yeah, with my cousins and their kids and their kids. Yeah, because when you have young kids, also, but they're a bit older. I'm talking about yeah. like younger when like, they're younger because you probably rather just do like. I could imagine us in a situation where if we've both got young kids, I'm talking like kind of five to seven year yeah. old or more. It'd be easier to just go together and the kids can play together. Yeah, so and we don't you have go to entertain them. <laughs> and you go rent one like villa. Yeah. And it's like a house. Yeah. Because you easier. probably don't want to do a city. Like I find the idea of going on a, fa- a family holiday with young kids to a city is quite stressful. Because mm. like it's stressful enough, I think, wandering around London with a kid. Like, yeah. Where are the lifts? Where are you going to get the pram in everywhere mm. and like carrying all the stuff around? And it'll be even worse in a foreign country. So I think those resort type holidays do suit family holidays. But yeah, I do definitely think there is more of a trend of people going on holiday with their friends. I mean, I think in the last 10 years of my life, I've predominantly gone on holidays with friends. Oh yeah, me too. Rather than family. Yeah. Family is more for weddings yeah. or an event. Or like a big birthday or something like that. Yeah. But no, I agree. I prefer going with friends, I think, because, I don't know, history of going on a holiday with our family is, like, none of us really get a say in what we're doing. Like, we just have to do whatever the, our parents want us to do. But that's the thing. It would be different now. I just think it's so hard to plan because everybody has their own... Schedule. Like, I think probably, I think, probably, given how much you and I currently, like, speak to each other, we could probably plan a trip somewhere. Oh, yeah, we could. But if we wanted to do it, like, with all our cousins, it would just be... A nightmare. Because everyone will have, like be booked up like weeks in advance yeah. like, oh, I've got this other thing I've got that other thing and then you know working schedules etc I just think it's such a tricky Hassle. thing to like figure out yeah what have your holiday experiences been like with like friends and or family so I was thinking about this I think I've generally not had any true like horror story experiences on mm. friends holidays family holidays yeah sometimes you fight with your family but you fight with them anyway at home yeah, so it really... doesn't matter where you are <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, I think friends holidays wise they've been pretty chill I think one of my favourite holidays was when I finished my degree I like went and worked abroad for a little while in Malaysia and then one of my best friends came and joined me for a three week holiday and we went to Cambodia Vietnam Thailand and I like it was just so much fun and interestingly this friend of mine we've never lived together but we're really close and we've been friends for a long time and I just know that like we would never really fight about anything yeah and so it was fine but other times I think the reason why my holidays with friends have worked quite well is because I've lived with a lot of these friends before yeah like, so I remember, you're used to yeah because I think that's one of the big challenges isn't it with friend holidays where things can go wrong is if you are friends with somebody but you've never lived with them and then obviously if you go stay in an Airbnb or something together you suddenly have to like put up with their like whatever it is that yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> be like, around them 24 7 then yeah. you're like I never realized that you get up at 4am to do like screaming <laughs> yoga in the living room <laughs> what friends have you got <laughs> I mean it's not happening to me personally but I'm just thinking of examples 
Um, or yeah, that they're just really messy, you yeah. know, like because it's. Oh, I have to say that is probably one of my biggest pet peeves. Yeah. The mess. Really? Yeah, because, like, I mean, we're all... I wouldn't say as individuals we're not messy at Mm. all. Like, you know, if you go to any of their houses, like, we're all quite, like, tidy. Mm. Yeah, sure, like, every now and again things get, you know... Yeah. But it's just, like, stuff everywhere. It's not dirty, it's just, like, stuff everywhere. Like, somebody's dress from last night is over there and somebody's (laughs) shoes hanging over there and... It's just, like, things everywhere. That's probably one of my pet peeves about going on holiday with my friends. Mm. I think it's probably, like, one of the only pet peeves because the friends that I go with, we're all really chilled, Mm. but we also all kind of, like, like and enjoy doing similar things. Mm. And I think we're at a point in our friendship where none of us really care enough to have an argument. Do you you know what I mean? Like, we don't care to have an argument. Yeah. And we just yeah we don't really argue to be honest like yeah. it's one of those it's a really good friendship like it's mm. it's just so chilled like yeah you don't have to I, don't, I never have to worry like yeah. with them and we're all super open with each other like yeah there's no real you know yeah I don't know so it's just like yeah it's nice but yeah. the only thing is I'd say the thing that in the beginning it doesn't matter but as the holiday goes on slowly you're sort of like oh, this is annoying. Yeah. I just want to, like, have a clean space or well, a tidy why, space. Well, that's why, I'm very much more... Or I don't mind doing the Airbnb-type holiday. Yeah. But even if we do an Airbnb, as long as it's not exorbitant prices, I prefer to have my own room and bathroom. Mm. Like, I don't oh, mind... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind oh, going to a shed bathroom. Yeah. It's and then just... all the, like, <laughs> water everywhere. And... Yeah, and, like, some people, like, like to go to a hotel and, like put all their 500 products like out oh yeah I don't unpack I don't unpack do you yeah I I unpack some things like my toothbrush and like a few things yeah yeah but not like into the cupboards yeah I never do that (laughs) I never do it because I know I mean I don't have a problem with people doing it no but but I like all of my things in one place because I know that if the moment I start unpacking stuff I will forget every single one of those things that I've put in a random like drawer or cupboard or yeah whatever I think one of the other things that can be awkward with friend holidays is like budgets. Mm. Like it hasn't really been an issue for me personally because I think I haven't actually, I've been, I've been on a lot of holidays with friends, but like a, probably the same people over and over again. Yeah. So I've gotten to know like what people like. And I think there's a reason for that. Like yeah. we go on holidays together because we do enjoy the same thing. Yeah. But I definitely think I, I know of friends who've like organized a holiday for like the Hindu, for example. Hindus like, are tricky yeah. though, man. Like honestly, like one of my my friend's friend, mm. had, she had a, oh, this is going to be, is it going to be really obvious if I, <laughs> well, I give the details? I don't know, anyway, she had a Hindu abroad, yeah. and she had one in the UK, and yeah. both of which looked like it was, like, not a small thing, no. to put it lightly. And I just think, you know, for stuff like, it's a lot to ask of people for your Hindu, to yeah. do, you know, and if you're close enough to the bride, you're going to both of those things. Yeah. Like you can't, you're not just doing one. I know it's a lot to ask people, but yeah, they you know spending mon- like how much money are people willing to spend for stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, and hard. even like you might think that people have a similar budget to you when it comes to like the accommodation, mm. but then you might want to go out to a nice restaurant. That's one thing that does annoy me. And I think because I'm quite into restaurants and food, it's like if I go on holiday with people who just want to have like McDonald's or like <laughs> spend as little as possible on the food, because I really feel like. When you travel, a huge you part of culture, it, yeah, yeah, a, a huge, yeah, a huge part of like understanding the culture there is to try the food there. Mm. I wouldn't go to Croatia for the food, FYI. <laughs> really? It, 
It wasn't great. Really? Yeah, but I think... I've, I've heard had, it's I've, quite, like, Italian-y, but then... Not... I don't really... I don't really know. I can't even explain the cuisine, but, like, yeah. I wouldn't say that any of the meals that we had blew us away. I think mm. on the last night we had... And my boss was the one that actually gave me the recommendation, and we went mm. there. The food was really nice. It was really, like, homey and mm. good quality. But the other food that we had, like, we went to a restaurant that had come, like, quite recommended... It's rubbish. It was so salty. Like the insides of my mouth were like really, yeah, mm. burning because it was so salty. So I, I wouldn't rate the food there, but I do agree. I think experiencing that part, yeah, you such a, try yeah. some new foods. Like yeah. I don't like. I mean, I'm fine if we go to a restaurant and then they have like you know some grilled chicken and chips, and you want to get that. I'm not going to judge you. That's fine, mm. but I do think like you got to go and like experience the culture, yeah. and part of that is the food that people eat there. So, yeah, I do think I am a bit... I prefer, like, my ideal holiday. But also then there's the whole thing as well of, like, um, just general interest, but also, like, people's schedules. Like, Oh, yeah. When does somebody... If somebody wakes up really early and other people don't. And... Yeah, because I'm, I'm probably one of those... To be honest, I'm one of those annoying... Well, you probably find it annoying, but I'm probably more of a... I don't, a lion on a holiday. If we've had a big night out the night out, night before, fine. I'm not, like, a psychopath. Like, we should yeah. sleep in a bit. But for me, if we're visiting a new place, like, especially if it's a city... You want to make the most of yeah, it. Yeah, like, I can sleep in in London. Like, I can yeah. sleep in um, um, on a normal weekend. Like, I'm here to, like... Like, if something comes up, like, oh, we can do a walking tour, but it starts at 9 or 11. Mm. If going at 9 means we can do something else in the after, like, we can fit yeah. one more thing in, I don't mind getting up yeah. early and going. But, like, 9 is not that... Yeah, I yeah. know, but some I'm people are, about, like... like... I don't mind waking up, like, 7, 8 on yeah. holiday, like... I don't enjoy it, but I'll do it because yeah, I know that like, like I'm, I'm only here for like a few days or whatever. Yeah, and also, or like, what if a lot of the places you go, they're like, oh, if you go and do this thing, like, is a really nice sunrise or something. Yeah, like if it's oh, like yeah, four a.m., like yeah. I'll do it. Yeah, like just to see. <laughs> but yeah, I think I've definitely travelled with a lot of people who are like, do not disturb me until ten a.m. ten a.m. <laughs> the earliest and I'm like okay fine. and then it's like getting ready like some people take like ages <sighs> to get ready yeah. luckily none of my friends are like that yeah we're all quite I think we take similar yeah um like some people would just take like ages to get ready Mm-mm. or like get ready really inappropriately for the day's activities and then be like oh or, or assume that we're gonna go home and change in between and you're like there's obviously no time to do that uh, yeah. but that's why sometimes in a group it's good because like even if there's somebody who's like that, they can go and do that, and like other people can do. See, we other don't things. do that. We don't split off. We're always together. Oh, really? Yeah. We I think when I went on my together. house, when I went on holiday with my housemates in, um, it depends uni. on the size of the group. Yeah, it was like eight of us. Uh, see, that's a large enough group yeah. where like it would make sense to not have to do everything together. Whereas, yeah, like me and my friends, it's like four or five of us. Yeah. So one thing that we did that was quite fun on that trip though is. Um, it was in Barcelona. We went to that Boccaria market mm. and we had this idea beforehand that we split into two teams because we didn't want to eat. We were still students, so we didn't want to eat out every single day. Yeah. And we had a kitchen. So we split into two teams and we did like come dine with me for like oh, two nights. So you like picked stuff. Yeah. To- so, oh, so that's we, really we, nice. <laughs> we like split into teams and we all had a budget of like each team had a budget and then we all had to like design our menus and then they cooked one night and we That's really them. nice. It was really fun, yeah. And that's actually quite a fun idea yeah. for a holiday thing if you don't want to eat out every single day yeah. and you've got a kitchen. Um, but yeah, that worked out quite fun. Splitwise is definitely the best 
best um, invention I've ever seen. For holidays. Yeah, I never knew about it until I'd seen it a couple of years ago and it was just blew my mind. I was like, oh my God, mm. it's genius. Mm. Everything on there, everything's sorted out at the end. Like, nobody's okay. like, uh, this is the other thing as well. Like, yeah. if you get, get go to a meal and mm. one person it, like just wants to pay for what exactly what they've yeah. had. Whereas all of us just like split let's just split it between yeah. four or whatever or five and that's yeah. a really controversial topic well it's not controversial but it's a really interesting topic right because yeah. I basically am pre- I, I take it or leave it if mm. people want to split and pay individually fine yeah my preference usually is to just split it equally because I can't be bothered yeah but I historically for example in my group of friends at university like Maybe four or five out of twelve people don't drink. Yeah, and I so, think stuff like that is fair though. So if yeah. it's something big like that, which you know is going to be significantly going to yeah. add a significant amount to the quite total, expensive. I, we've always taken it off for them. Yeah. But then it's interesting because like I have friends who just don't drink very much, let's yeah. say, and they're like, I find that really interesting because like I don't mind spilling everyone's alcohol, even though I know I've only had a glass, but somebody else has had Three. whatever because I'm just yeah. enjoying the evening, and I'm like, I don't, I've never. I never second thought about the whole no. not paying for it because I just kind of think if I didn't drink and like alcohol's kind of like a bottle of wine is like 40 yeah, pounds. Yeah, I wouldn't like, expect like, them to, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't yeah. expect them to pay for it. Yeah, exactly. Because I think it's like food wise, you can say the same thing, right? Like, oh, somebody orders like a lobster and it's like 50 pounds mm. and somebody else orders like a veggie Well, I think pasta. that's just being like considerate, isn't it? Yeah. Really? Like, but you might think... subsidize somebody sometimes. I don't really yeah. care. Like, I just think, usually well, one I time reckon... I'll order the lobster then. <laughs> I reckon, yeah. yeah. And usually, some, I think, I reckon if one of us had something that was significantly more expensive, they'd probably want to put in a bit more yeah. anyway. Yeah. And I think because we were all, we all have that same mindset. That's why it's never really been. Yeah. Much but it's of really an interesting because if you ask people, the views are so varied. Yeah. Because I've seen people being like, oh my God, like, if my friends who didn't drink asked me to, like, not pay for the alcohol, I'd be so pissed off. And I'm like, why? Like, yeah. why would you? But then I guess because they're... And then someone I saw was saying something about how they see it as, like, a friendship tax. Like, okay, you overpay a bit for your friends sometimes, but that's, like, part of, like, being part of the group. And I'm like, no, no like, you don't have to you pay don't more. Have to. Yeah, I yeah. was going to say, like, I if I wasn't drinking, I'd probably be, like you know, wouldn't mind if they were like, yeah, you didn't drink, so... Yeah, exactly. Which, to be fair, like, often happens, like, if I'm driving back or yeah, whatever, like, yeah, why, exactly. should I, why should I? Because you're already, already going to pay for petrol. Exactly, you're yeah. Driving, especially if you're dropping everyone else off. Yeah, so stuff like that. But yeah. um, I think it's good to find a bunch of people that have, like, a similar... It's just less confrontational, like, less drama if you go with people of, like, similar mindset. Yeah, I agree. In that aspect, which is why I think, like, our... Holiday, my holidays with my friends. Yeah, there's never ever been like drama issues. Yeah, yeah. I think you just have to know the people reasonably well. And I do think the one thing, my one red line is like, yeah, I want my own room and I want my own bathroom. Mm. Just because even then, even with my closest friends, I think it's really nice to have, have your, your own, own space. space. Like in that downtime, like that was not the case. On my <laughs> like <laughs> they were see. like sharing beds, doing whatever. Which I don't mind. To be fair, I don't mind yeah. that. It's more, for me, it's more like the mess in the environment. Towards the end of the week, yeah. it starts to get a lot. Get on yeah. me, yeah. It's also just other things, you know, like, I don't know, like, if you've never lived with the people that you're on, even if you're very close, if you're, you've never lived with them, I just want to have my own space. Mm. I just want to be able to be like, you know those afternoons where you come out, you've gone out all come day. Come out from the beach or something. Yeah, and, you and you're going to go out later and you just want to like lie on your bed and not talk to anyone and go on your TikTok. phone. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes you just want to do that by yourself. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so I think those that's definitely for me like a thing. I love I love my I've never had a bad holiday with friends, but mm. I do like having my own space. Yeah. And also, yeah, if you've got a big enough group, like I said, if somebody doesn't want to get up till 11, you can be like, okay, who doesn't want to get up till 11? You guys do that. We'll meet you at 2 p.m. Yeah. We're going to go to this early morning thing. And that's that's how I deal with it, really. Mm. I love going on holiday, particularly with my friends. I think that's probably my favourite. Yeah. I mean, I think I prefer holidays with friends, mm. but I can see that a holiday with family would be fun too. Yeah. We should go on a holiday. We should, I was about to say that. Yeah. We, we should, should do a cousin's one if we can. Oh, yeah. We'll be quiet it for a while. Exactly. And I think we've just got to pick somewhere that like will suit it's everyone's interests yeah. and everyone will be able to do what they want to do. Yeah. I think that would be really nice. Um, and I even though so. it might be stressful, I think it will be worth it. Mm, for the mems. Yeah. For the mems. <laughs> So we're going to move on to our final section. Yeah. With this week, we're doing You Be the Judge again from The Guardian. This week's one. Should my flatmate stop subletting her room every time she goes away? My friend and flatmate Wendy is pretty good to live with when she's here. We met when we were both working at a music label and have been friends for about three years. She now works as a freelancer in travel PR while I'm still in music. The flat we rent has proven to be a good bargain as prices around us have rocketed. However, the main issue is that Wendy travels a lot and often sublets her room when she's away. The first time was when she went to Bali for three months. She couldn't afford to leave the room empty while she was gone, so she asked if a mutual friend of ours, who was in between places, could move in in the meantime. I was fine with that, but since then there have been a couple of situations that I've found inconsiderate. She gets more free trips now that she works in travel, so quite a few people have moved in temporarily. She says it helps because as a freelancer she doesn't have a steady income, but I don't think she should sublet when she's away, work because she's already getting paid. When she went to Greece for three weeks to help set up a hotel, she asked if she could sublet her room. I said yes and the lodger turned out to be fine but it was a bit awkward. I like my own space and I don't want to spend my evenings showing someone how to work the dishwasher. (laughs) Wendy once got someone in while she went away for a week and they were rude. The girl just grunted at me. (laughs) Recently she said she was going to Colombia and asked if she could sublet again for a month. I got annoyed as a compromise, she said she I could pick the person, but I can't be asked to start interview, interviewing new flatmates. When we signed up to live together, we had stable jobs and Wendy wasn't travelling as much. I love her, but I don't want to keep making small talk with strangers over breakfast. I recently stipulated that if she's away for less than three weeks, she can't sublet her room. I also suggested that she shouldn't travel at all if she can't cover her rent. She kind of agreed, but she's not happy about it. Wow. Mm. I have to say, like, that is... It is a bit unfair yeah. on the housemate. Like, I wouldn't... I wouldn't like it. I get, like, if it's a one-off. Yeah. And, you know, in the beginning when subletting to a mutual friend that's in between places, like, that's fine. You both know the person. You're Mm. both comfortable with them. Yeah. Like, I think that's fine. But to, like, continually do it. And, yeah, do it, like, with random people. Like, Mm. you know, what if they're not very trustworthy people? What if they, you know... And I also think she brings up a really interesting point when she's like, I don't really want to spend Wendy, Wednesday evening explaining how to use a dishwasher. It's like, because for Wendy, she'll be like, I've sorted it, they've paid me, they've got yeah. the key, like, but she's you don't have to do there. anything, but she's not there. So then they will be like, oh, where does this go? Or like, you know, do you have this? Or yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it'll be so annoying, constant. Like, yeah. that little annoyance constantly, like, is really... It's also not nice to, like, not feel comfortable in your oh, own in your own space. In yeah. your own space. Like, I wouldn't like it. If that were me, yeah, I'm. I have to say, I'm, um, you know, on the friend's side. Yeah, me too. Right, I'm going to read. We're going to hear from Wendy. Yeah. 
We have quite a spacious flat with a garden, so Lani always has plenty of space for herself. It's not like she's crammed into a pokey little place with a complete stranger. Doesn't matter the size of the place, like... They're in your home. They're in your home, yeah. I've always run run things past her first. Thankfully, she's been very gracious in allowing me to sublet my room for most of my trips. When it comes to the sublets, I understand that I'm asking her to compromise quite a bit when I'm away, but Lani is operating from a place of privilege compared with me. I lost my job at the music label while she was kept on, and now she and she now makes pretty good money. I had to start a completely new career at the age of 27. Lani says I shouldn't really ask her to sublet during work trips as I'm already getting paid, but how is that fair? I love working in travel PR, but things are still st- still tight. The job also requires a lot of travel. Obviously, I love it as some of it's free, but as a freelancer, I'm always shorter on cash than she is and need to make some of it back by subletting my room. Once I couldn't get a, stay, a sublet for 10 days when I headed off to France, which was a bit rubbish and meant I was broke for the rest of the month. I've agreed that I won't sublet the room if I'm away for less than three weeks, but I'm not pleased about it. I think two weeks would be more than fair, as that's half a month and would help me square things financially. Lani and I get along as flatmates, though she's a bit more uptight than I am. Oh, that's a bit rude. <laughs> I do see that it is a bit selfish of me, selfish to expect her to live with strangers, but she has always said yes. Yeah, and now she's saying no. Yeah. You're getting pissed off about it. Yeah. Maybe she's scarred from the time I had someone stay for a week who she didn't get on with, but I always make sure we find women so Lani's comfortable, and I try to find mutual friends wherever I can. Life is expensive and I want to ma- maximise my income as much as possible as a self-employed person. So I reckon Lani could relax a bit and help me out. Yeah, I mean... I don't think... <laughs> so the the difficulty for me is I, I'm very much on Lani's side in this. I think it's not fair to her because she is the one who has to be stuck with these people and I don't think she's being unreasonable at all. But I guess the the... Wendy's basically saying she can't afford to live in this flat anymore. Yeah. With her new job. Like, the new job stuff is not any of Lani's fault. No. And she's blaming it on her. I think well, she's not blaming it, but she's sort of like, well, I've had a really tough time, so... Yeah. I got let go and she didn't. Yeah. It sounds like a bit of resentment there. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Wendy's do... a little bit jealous of Lani. Yeah, it's not. It's nothing to do with her. Yeah. And, and, and I think the fact is, is like, if she can't afford to live in the place that they live in together without subletting maybe she needs to move yeah and then it comes back a bit I think to Lani and it's like because I've had situations I definitely think where I'm like maybe my flatmate is not like the best person in the planet but having lived with lots of different people I'm like or my flatmate does something annoying and I'm just like do you know what though this annoying thing that they're doing is not so annoying in the scheme of things and actually having to find someone new and the risk of that person not being yeah nice and stuff is it yeah. worth it but she clearly is like this is impacting me a lot yeah well if it's upsetting <clears> her she needs all she needs to give her some of the money as well so at least Lani's mm. but be- because Lani's not benefiting at all no like there's nothing like there's literally no incentive for her to want this to keep going. yeah yeah, yeah. For, for to well the only incentive is that her or primary- Lani moves out and yeah finds somewhere else well her only incentive Tiff, but why should she? she, she pref- like the, when Wendy is there, it sounds like they are friends and yeah. she gets along with her. And so it's the cost, is that cost of her doing this worth it to have her still be there sometimes? Or should she just find a new flatmate who's willing to live there all the time? But mm. she might just be like, oh, I can't be asked to find a new flatmate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I don't think, she's not saying she won't allow it. She's actually said the three weeks thing. I think that's really reasonable. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. Yeah. Because most people go away for like one or two weeks, like seven, ten days. Mm. 
that it's and it's less frequent that you're going to be going away for like more than three weeks at a time I think that is reasonable and I think that's a really nice like good compromise Mm. I think if Lani still wants to live with Wendy then they she also has to just like bite the bullet and suck up and put the effort in to find herself yeah uh, like I think Wendy should find the people and line them up for Lani to then like but I do think at the end of the day, if Wendy's whole thing is like, I can't afford to live here without subletting, even with my new job, maybe you just can't afford to live yeah. there. Maybe you need to Maybe move. you need to find somewhere else. But I mean, they said that she said in the beginning that the flat is quite reasonably priced compared to everywhere else. Mm. So maybe that's why she's not letting go. Yeah. I get it. Like it is difficult. Like t- times are tough now, but it's still it's a lot to ask of someone and it's not yeah. very fair and they're and not, not really very, gaining anything as you yeah, said yeah it's not very considerate yeah I wouldn't like it like strangers in my hat like I agree in my flat all and time. yeah all that constant labour of like and they might not put things back properly or they might break something and then they yeah. leave and it's like oh they or like you know that's broken now mm. like it's not going to get fixed or like make things dirty or yeah yeah it's not ideal Ideal. We're on Lani's side. We're on Lani's side. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, Wendy. No subletting. Yeah. I would. I would be actually really annoyed if I live with someone this other time. Oh yeah, I would. <laughs> I think you should only do that if it's like your own place completely. Yeah. Like, do what you want, like in your own space. She doesn't but, own like, it. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Because also, like, I wouldn't want other people using my stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Like. No. <laughs> yeah, like it's mine. And they go into. I mean, I shouldn't say any of the details. Like, is it is it one bed, bathroom? two bed? Yeah, like, like two bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, like, are they going? Look, your bathroom is a very personal space. Like, having random people in there. Not, not fun. Well, that's the end of season two. Let's do another cheers. Cheers. For our end of season two. <laughs> that was a good clink. <laughs> It's been really fun. We've had lots of feedback from you guys. Um, and thank you for that. And thank you for all listening and enjoying the podcast. I'm actually really excited. We're going to be back on the 3rd of October. Yeah. The reason I'm so excited is because autumn is my favourite season. So I'm just excited for that time of year. And it's going to be the run up to Christmas. Christmas which is kind of depressing when we're thinking about it now. But yeah it'll be a nice like festive theme yeah and we're gonna do some festive themed episodes maybe as well to yeah. take you through your whole year with the post-mortem pod i know I'm wild absolutely <laughs> wild but no i'm really happy it's been, it's been we've been really enjoying it. it's been really nice um, yeah project for us to enjoy as a hobby exactly and yeah do send us ideas if you have anything that you think you want us to discuss we try and keep it a nice mix of like yeah we'll see if we can come up with anything new like new kind of (laughs) not repeat the same old topic yeah (laughs) well no yeah but yeah new maybe a new format or yeah new segment segment exactly um but yeah let us know your thoughts you don't miss us too much in the meantime yeah while we're gone enjoy the rest of your summer guys yeah Bye. bye